Hey, Sherpa Network. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Tess Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com, and this is the Domain Sherpa Review. This is the show where we get into the minds of successful domain name investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become better investors. We have three segments of the review. We'll start off learning what the Sherpas recently bought and sold. Next, we'll discuss in value an investor submitted domain name portfolio. And finally, we'll preview some domains going to auction soon at namejet.com and whether the Sherpas think they're good investment opportunities for you. Joining us today on the Domain Sherpa Review are your Sherpas and, inter- and industry thought leaders in, in order from left to right. Oh, not from left to right? We have Andrew Rosner, CEO of Domain Brokerage Firm Media Options. We have Shane Coltra, publisher of the blog DSAD.com and owner of the Country Arbors Nursery in Illinois. And back with us right where he belongs, Mike Seiger, the founder of DomainSherpa.com. Welcome back, Mike. Hey, thanks. Welcome back, Mike. Woo! Loving it. We got the whole gang back in action. That's right. You know you miss it, Mike, don't you? I do. I I miss it terribly, but I tell you, it is so awesome to be able to wake up Monday mornings, click the download podcast uh, button on my iPhone and like go for a run or if I'm driving someplace like last week and listen to all my favorite Sherpas on the radio. Um, Yes, I love it. You guys so that's are doing really awesome nice. Job. You're still listening every week. <laughs> every week. And I'm so excited to finally be able to earn my own Sherpa mug this week by giving back to the community. I was wondering if and I should. And you know what the best part box. about that is? You can actually go in your own garage, pick one out of the box, <laughs> and voila. I that wasn't part, that that was part of the transfer. That was a garage now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So any Sherpa who's on the show gets a fabulous mug. That's right. You guys want to get started or should we should we hear a little more about Mike first? What do you guys think? (laughs) I think I think I think Mike has to give us a brief three sentence update on his life and what's going on in Sherpa retirement. And, uh, and, and I think another three sentences on, on, on how he thinks we're doing with the Domain Sherpa show. <laughs> oh, I, I'll tell you what, I'll give, I'll give the three sentence update. And then at the very end, I will be brutally honest on what's going on with Sherpa. But you have to listen to the whole show in order All to right. hear what I'm going to say. So, you I know, like a, a lot of people have said, hey, Mike, I thought you were you know, completely gone from the domain name industry and you wrote that blog and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I totally misportrayed what uh, is happening in my life. I sold Domain Sherpa clearly and, and it's being carried, the tradition's being carried on beautifully. Um, but uh, I'm still domain name investing. I'm still, I'm working even more on DN Academy, uh, doing some fantastic updates to that, automating the process by which we teach domain investors, how to do valuations, just a whole bunch of fun stuff in there. Um, so I'm spending half my time focused on DN Academy and investing. And then my other publishing companies, BainbridgeIsland.com. We have a magazine and I6Sigma.com. We publish uh, to 600,000 unique readers per month there. And then the other half of my time I'm spending 
you know, it's family time. It's getting everybody up for breakfast and fed and to the bus stop and working out. And um, yeah, I'm giving Shane a run for his money yeah. can, uh, on the Garmin app so we can see how we're training every day. Um, I, see I thought I was going to like blow him away two days ago when I was <laughs> finally on a flat surface in, in Venice Beach. And, uh, and then he throws like, you know, half a minute per mile that was great. faster than me. Was- I picked one day to run fast, and it's the only day of the year you pick the same exact day. Was- I know, and it was like finally a distance that's close to what you run, and I was pushing it. And so anyways, that's my life in a nutshell. I'm enjoying life, trying to get healthier, um, you know, working on the family, working on businesses, same old, just not Fabulous. doing a TV show once a week. Good for you. Well, we, we miss hearing your, your voice and uh, your insights all the time. Um, and when you say get healthier, you don't have any health problems. You just take good proactive no. care of your health. I'm just trying to get into um, a healthier Sub shape. 830 pace? Optimal. Yeah, trying to beat my 930 pace, uh, normal running pace. So I'm, I'm swimming masters two days a week. I'm running four days a week. I uh, I'll throw this out. One of my New Year's resolutions. I love to pick one New Year's resolution every year and focus on it. This year's New Year's resolution is to learn how to walk on my hands, which I thought Whoa. was going to be really easy. And it turns out for a 47-year-old, it's really hard. <laughs> what made you think that would be easy? <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm in shape. I lift. I can do body. You know, I can do pull-ups. I can do push-ups. I can, you know, I'm not out of shape when it comes to stuff. And I thought uh, it would be a fun resolution. So, well, Mike, son. You know, it's in the lineup at some point that you'll be coming on for a one-on-one interview. And really? our, oh yeah, <laughs> and our Sherpa Network is so excited for it. Way to put you on the spot. And so right. I'll expect that your New Year's resolution be complete by then so we can do a little. little I'll tell stuff. you what, when I can do a handstand, walk across yeah. the room with a handstand, I will put that on a Sherpa show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, I, I think if the year ends and you can't do it yet, you'll have to show us as good as it's gotten. <laughs> Oh, I, I will by the year end. I thought I'd, I'd accomplish it a lot faster, but I still have, uh, you know, nine plus months, so. Oh, man, I can just hear you hitting the floor. Like, every time you don't do it, the big pounding sound where your wife is yelling at you, quit trying to walk in your hand before dinner. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's, let's, um, let's jump into it. Let's jump in, yeah. Um, so, uh, section one here, what's new Sherpas? Um, Mike, I think we kind of already started with you, but uh, I definitely think our viewers want to hear from you first, nothing personal, uh, Drew and Shane. So name one domain you've bought, sold, or brokered in the past few weeks. Um, and, you know, uh, Mike, I know your situation might be a little different, but ideally a sale transaction, um, if you talked about a purchase transaction last time, if you, uh, if you don't have a sale you can talk about, it's all right, um, but let's, let's see what you got. Do you have uh, a domain to discuss by chance, Mike? I do. I have a sale to discuss, and the domain name is seoconsultant.com. Ooh. Finally. So, Finally. Let's no, hear what they say. So, you know, Shane, you want to go? You want to go? Well... I know that I know that he had a, he had a couple of good SEO names that he, that he was surprised it didn't go quicker. So um, it was nice to hear that he he did sell it. Now the key is, did he sell it because he was you know ready to to move on, or did that offer come through that where timing is everything? So I will say, 
Man, that's a uh, SEO consultant, right? Singular. Correct. Okay. Um, I will say, uh, <laughs> I'll say $3,800. Yeah. I think it's worth more, but I know that you, I, I know that it went to auction one time. So, okay. So, 3,800, final, final number. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, $9,800. So that's like three times what, what Shane guessed. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, the, the SEO names have been tough. They used to be hot, you know, hot of the pancakes, but it, it's, it's been tough. We've, we've tried to sell a few of the really good ones. I think that name's actually worth quite a bit more in the end, but it's, you know, that, that's, that's the it's a little thing about domain right names that what these things are worth and what somebody will pay or what the market will pay don't always align. Um, but I, I, it's a strong name. I'm, I'm going to say 9,800. Okay. All right. So, so now that you guys have said your, um, what you think it's sold for retail, I'm assuming drew, uh, Shane, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure what 3,800 is. <laughs> well, uh, you're just saying like, yeah, you're, you're saying that maybe I liquidated, maybe I don't. And that's one of the things about selling. You don't know if I just wanted to blow out my SEO domain names and I was willing to take low retail or high wholesale or if I got the yeah. highest and best use case. Well, and that's what I pointed out is, is I knew that you had tried to auction it. And when you yeah. auction it means it's time to, it's that you're willing to accept some offers that maybe were a little lower than you would have last year. So it, does it make you guys feel differently if the Estebot value was 221,000 primarily because there are 12,000 exact match searches for SEO consultant and $18 cost per click? I mean, what I would tell you, I think the value of that name is, is probably, uh, probably closer to $80,000 ballpark back in the And market. I would have said two years ago, 50,000. <clears> but yeah, the market, I, I don't see the market paying that. I, I could see this going for 25, which I would say is like the upper end of what I think the liquidity range is, is 15 to 25. I'm guessing 9,800 because I know you've wanted to move it for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, the, uh, so yes, I did sell it. Uh, I sold it through an FT landing page. And the sale price was $18,000. Wow, nice. Ooh. Good job. So, yes, Shane knows because he's helped me at dsad.com try and liquidate some of my SEO portfolio. Because I bought, I bought about 60... No, I bought about $45,000 worth of SEO domain names over the course of my investing. So the past five years, they used to be red hot, like you mentioned. And the, the SEO community, because Google has, you know, uh, uh, taken away the, the benefit of exact match domain names in a lot of cases, SEO consultants in particular have gotten decimated. Um, but I've got big sales in the SEO space. Like I sold SEO blog for $30,000. I sold SEO ninja.com for 18,000. I've sold uh, with the help of Ollie SEO.io for 11,000. So I've got probably the best SEO domain names in the industry that I've sold. And I still have a couple remaining SEO certification.com and SEM certification.com. So I'm going to hold on to those two, but I, everything else I've either sold, dropped or, um, or in some cases, uh, sold to investors, you know, at a, at a wholesale rate, just, you know, passing it along. Maybe they want to do some outreach because I don't ever do outreach. Well, I have so, a question yeah. for you. What was, what was the reserve at auction? What could somebody have had it for <laughs> if they would have hit your reserve? 
So you guys mentioned, uh, I thought it was a $50,000 domain name. Drew said, I thought it was a 60,000. When I was 80, 80. Uh, um, so when I was in the heyday, like two years ago, I would have said this is a 80 to $120,000 domaining, depending on who's asking. Um, and I tried to do outbound research that the biggest SEO consultants like didn't want it because it's just too exact match. They're using brandables. Yeah. They're using their own names, whatever it is. Um, so I put it up on Flippa with a reserve. The reserve was probably 50. Um, and I was trying to start conversations with people around that. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the takeaway that I have is that even though your Flippa auction doesn't sell, you still get promotion for a couple of weeks. And it was an inquiry that came in after that auction ended on that Flippa page uh, for SEO consultant that I was able to sell SEM consultant and SEO department.com, a brandable. So, you, you know, sometimes you never know. Like I know that you've helped me, Shane, with um, promoting some of my domains at auction, some of which have sold like on Namejet or GoDaddy and some of which haven't. But even if it doesn't, like you're getting it, you know, you're paying for the exposure. Somebody looks at it and they're like, oh, I like that domain name, but I don't want to buy it in auction. Then if it doesn't sell, they track it and maybe they contact you later. Yeah, uh, it's free publicity. Exactly. So, so when you sold it on FT, so that's EFTY.com, which I'm sure our Sherpa network is familiar with. Um, it was just an inbound inquiry. Um, there was no advertising, just like if it were listed on CEDU or Afternic or somewhere. It was all type in. You know, the beautiful thing, it, I should mention, I'm an investor in FT.com. Um, the beautiful thing about FT is that it allows you to track the traffic and then Keep, a whole, keep track of how many leads you get. And SEO consultant, even though it's not, it's sort of, you know, the keywords have fallen out of favor, keyword domain names, exact match domain names, it still gets a ton of type in traffic. And I get an inquiry probably once a month. You know, usually the inquiries are a hundred bucks. This inquiry came in at $1,500. And I immediately responded back, no. He came back and said, well, what would you be looking for? I said 18,000. Uh, Cause I was, to Shane's point, just ready to move it out. Um, he came back and said 2,500. I said, no, he came back and said 10,000. I said, no, here's a payment plan. He said, uh, okay, I'll pay the whole 18. So each yes. time that you answered back, no, did you have 18 as a clear counter or no? No. Um, the first time I said 18, then he countered at 2,500. And then I said, no, it's just not going to work out on this domain name. You know, best wishes to you. I'm, I always try and be cordial and polite and professional. Um, and I, I'm like, no, we're just too far off on this domain name. I don't think uh, it's the best domain name. If your budget only goes to 2,500, you can probably find another, you know, another domain name that'll better suit you. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, congrats. That's a good sale. Shane, you want to go you. next? Yeah. Very good sale. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I almost have kangaroo.io sold. That would have been a great show to take it the next show and that would have been great because you just picked that up like a month ago. And I, the guy is a great guy, so I don't, I don't mean to demean him. But the very next day I had it, I had offers for twice as much as I paid. I mean, I can't imagine that these inbounds weren't coming all along. Well, one thing that's interesting with .io is you can't access the who is anymore. And yeah. so right. if somebody has a website up, that has no contact information and no ability to fill it out of form. There's literally no way I've been hired now for, I think seven .io acquisitions 
where we simply can't get them. I reached out to Mike from park.io to say if he could help. Nothing. Yeah. Just these people are ghosts. Yeah. And so it's a really weird situation with .io because unless this is pointed to a website which allows a person to get in touch, they're you're fucking ghost gone. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. no way to get a hold of Which is office. awesome because there's more scarcity. So the prices keep going up. Do well, you think- it's a, it creates opportunity because if you can grab one, if you yeah. manage to get one that has been a ghost, yeah. uh, similar to, you know, whatever, well, we'll go into that. But um, then, <laughs> yeah, don't mention know, that. There's pent up demand. There's pent up demand that's never been able to access the owner and then. Do you That's think these thing. people are ghosts on purpose or they're not aware that the who is no, isn't available? No, 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 no. no. They just they're don't just know. Not aware. Yeah, they didn't buy it to resell it most of the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. They bought it to use it and they haven't used it yet. So it just sits there waiting for them to use it. Right. Yeah. And, and tracking them down, there's, there's some financial gain to have. But anyway, so I, I, yeah. I, you know, that one, because there are so many inquiries, you know, I haven't let it go cheap. I would have let it go cheap if nobody else would have let me know. But all of a sudden, there's when one guy bids, there's another guy behind, then there's another guy behind, and finally, my old one. I go back and tell him it's not for sale just to get him off the board because I quoted it too low. But anyway, we won't talk about that. One. I, I I'll tell you a, what, though. Hold on before you move on. Kangaroo.com. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's owned by Perry Ellis. Yeah. And they will not sell that. Basically, they won't sell it for any price. They're willing to lease it for $100,000 per year. They will not sell it for any price, and they'll only lease it for 100 grand a year. So your, your kangaroo.io, I would say, has a materially higher value than it would under other circumstances. It's just yeah. like when I find out that Scott Day owns the .com of something, it's like, oh, you know, like I'll get an inquiry on a .net or a .org or a .whatever, and then I'll go look at, you know, what's on the .com, and it's like, oh, Scott owns it. All right, well, my price goes up. Yeah. <laughs> yep, because they're not going to get access to that. Not that's, that's like when surfboard.net, I had that. I go, well, the .com's never leaving uh, Motorola. I mean, they're not yeah. giving that up. So yeah. go ahead. Let's go to move. Let's move to round two because you're not going around. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's, but I see uh, your kangaroo is on an FT landing page. I swear, like just being, just telling people this domain is for sale in a clear and professional manner increases yeah. the number of inquiries that you're getting. Yeah, you could buy it for sixty eight hundred if you want to hit it today. I mean, just I, I'll do a, you know, you can hit it right now and finish it up if you're watching the show. Uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, and it'll go up. It's going up every day too. I moved it up <laughs> just a little bit next. I mean. <laughs> It's kind of, you know, when you, when your burritos are selling hot, the burritos get a little more expensive the next day. So, yeah. um, so the name I bought was athletic testing.com athletic testing, athletic testing. What, what uh, do you think? Mike Drew? Two max of Michael with the 68. I think so. Athletic testing. Uh, I'm going to say you paid $800. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go a little bit less than that. Athletic testing. I'm not sure if athlete testing or drug testing or I don't know if athletic testing is like on the drug side or more on the performance side. Performance. So not knowing that, I'm gonna go and knowing generally what you like to pay for your domain names. Although not all of them. I'm gonna go with 400. Yeah, I paid. Uh, I paid 280. 
Wow. And I received a, a $2,000 offer the next day. Wow. wow. Nice. So what is it? What is, without me doing a keyword search and looking yes. at search volume and seeing what's out there on Google, what is athletic testing? Yeah. So most, the only reason, it's just pure chance that it came up for auction after I went to Kenya. So doctors do a, you can now do a portable VO2 max. Remember when you're testing your VO2, which is your athletic ability, they put you on a treadmill. Well, yeah. now they have a portable system. They can throw it on your back and you can go running. And they huh. take all your blood and they check you what your what your possibilities as an athlete. Your VO2 max. How do I do that? So, pardon me. I want to do that. It's it's good and bad because if you take it, it's and gonna it's it's, well, I need it because it's gonna kick me in the ass. It's gonna be like your shit is out of shape. You well, it doesn't change on. though. That's a thing. This, Isn't that the, why you're married? <laughs> Yeah, but it doesn't change. This is your potential. Your VO2, your ability to translate oxygen is set. It doesn't. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're going to find out you could be a super athlete or you're going to find out you were, you were junk and you don't have no ability and you're reaching your potential. And that's like when I take it, I was thinking, please be high. And it, it turned out okay, but I'm no Olympic athlete. I don't have the system to do it. But yeah. so, you know, people like my age, they spend 10000 on a tri bike. They spend... 350 on shoes and so a lot of guys are getting tested athletically to see where they're performing or measure against past performance so a couple hundred dollars is nothing for the ability to do that and, and i own uh, geneticTesting.com as well so i'm just oh, adding one. testing yeah. to my portfolio so is that nothing. something shane that they would need to get like a doctor in their area um or Most that's a pack they can bad. order at home sorry no, most, most of this is a sports medicine doctor that you go and they do all this. And the tests run $800 a piece usually. Okay, so it you wouldn't be like selling a, a product online. You would be advertising for local. It would doctors. probably be a company that offers that. But there are national companies like Athletico that offer that service, uh, athletic testing. You know, they call it – I mean, there's, that's the most common name because there's no – you don't basketball test. You don't break it down. It's just athletic testing to see what kind. So you but it's got probably it, not a huge part. You got it as an expired auction? Um, I don't remember if it was probably – it was – I don't remember. It was at GoDaddy, so most likely it was expired. Okay. Yeah. And the very wow. next day you got an offer for how much? Very, very next day. That's what I – you know, to me, it's the, it never happens like that when you buy <laughs> something and then all of a sudden you think – an expired name, I get it, but like a private name – you, you just think, how did this person not get this? If it comes in every day, what why didn't the previous 30 days have these come through? But again, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, you just picked that up two weeks ago. And yeah. so I'll point out that like when people use the phrase, if, if I don't see a, you know, if I look at a domain name and it doesn't immediately tell me what it's about, then that's a crappy domain name. I don't believe that in all cases because this is a perfect example where Here's a niche understanding about a certain segment in athletics where this could be a, you know, a, I don't know. What do you think that the retail perfect and ideal buyer came by? It could be a $10,000, $15,000 yeah. domain name. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. up for 246 bucks. Yeah, 5K to 10K is where I would, would, and I, you know, again, I'm a business owner, so I understand what you need to invest in the size of business. So if it's a more niche, or the services aren't very expensive, you, you can't afford to pay that. But this one, if you're getting $800 a pop, even a local business could afford to do that because yeah. it says what you're offering right there in the name. It's not, it's not, you can't, athletics, not very hard to spell. You know, there's just a lot of things 
it works. So, and I know about it, but we all do that. You know, there's names people send me, I go, I worth, it's worth $10. And he goes, there's 4 million people that play cricket. And I'm like, well, I don't know cricket terms very well. So yeah, uh, that's why it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, athletictesting.com. Good, good name. Good name. Drew, you're up. So, um, I'm not going to lie. This, 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 it's a difficult choice. We, we have bought some, this has been the best 60 days of domain acquisitions in the history of the company. It's also been the best 60 days of domain sales in the history of the company, but uh, maybe there's a correlation. Um, there is a clear favorite here that I will discuss. Is it better than athletic testing though? I doubt it. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead. All right. After 11 long years, I acquired Drew.com. <laughs> Drew.com. Drew.com. And yes, I will be filing the legal papers to change my name. <laughs> change your legal name to Drew.com Rosner. <laughs> yes. Yes. I will be following in Kim.com's footsteps. Yeah. Hopefully, I, my, my, you know, hopefully I'll, I'll change the path once I've changed my name and I won't end up in yeah flying into my home with helicopters but uh nonetheless uh under the inspiration of kim.com i may i may change my name to drew.com it would just be appropriate i feel you should yeah <laughs> congratulations so 11 years um first first yeah, the first time i tried to buy it okay all right well before we talk about it uh mike shane what do you think you paid shane you want to go first yeah, I wish I knew where he got it, so it would be a little more. I, I remember when Adam Strong bought Strong.com, and that was like the same thing. He said, I've been trying so long, but I also know that they, uh, you know, names like that don't go cheap. So yeah, I'm trying to think of a number that would move the needle, but I don't know whose needle I'm moving, so it makes yeah, it a little yeah, difficult, yeah. more difficult to do it. But uh, I know Drew wanted it. So I will say one hundred thousand dollars is the move, the, the move, needle mover, three six figures. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna say, you know, it would be a steal. It all depends on who sold it. Like if it was some yeah. guy named Drew and he's getting ready for tax season, he's like, oh, I'm gonna get killed, and like, I, 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 you know what? Let's let's. Uh, I, I'm, no, I'm, no, 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 no. Let me just let me just talk through it. And then, all and right, then, all right. And then, yeah. so I would I would say like. Uh, you know, and I don't think there are a ton of Drews in the world, but I, I'll Doctors, that like is. feel at 50,000, but Drew loves his ego domain names. Like I want to own the oldest domain name in the world. I want to own, you know, this and that. And so I would say, I'm going to go a little bit higher than you want on this one, Shane. I'm going to go 125. I, I would say 125 to 150, but I'll go with 125. <laughs> right, so I'm going to take some liberty here and, and override the general rules of the show. And <laughs> because I can. Yeah, I was going to say. Right. You. So uh, I'm going to now refine the message and then you guys can, can tell me whether you're going to refine your estimate. Okay. okay? okay. That sounds Part good. So give you a little bit more information. So the guy that I bought it from is the original owner since I believe 1994. Ooh. His name is also Andrew and goes by Drew. Yeah. Uh, that was an assumption. He was using it, <laughs> using it since the beginning. Uh, 
as sort of a combination of business and personal in the style of many early 1990s websites often did. Okay. Is that all you got? Don't tell me. So if we're well, changing this and they're like getting up a level, do they, do they get to call a friend? Do they, do they get like Can, audience information? The price I was quoted when I, when I, when I contacted him the first time 11 years ago was a million dollars. All right. 250. I think you paid 250 for it. <laughs> uh, I got, I got, I'll take my one question. What does he do for a living? That's a good question. He's a weird dude. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I don't even know if he invented a bunch of weird things. I don't even know if they were ever made or not, but he invented a bunch of weird things. I believe he has a bunch of patents. He does a lot of diving and does some kind of videography and photography. Yeah. And most of it revolves around the ocean and diving. He also, I don't even, he had a, a lot of weird stuff. I think he, he did... But the fact that he quoted a million tells me, but would you give him a small Midwestern home for it? That's my question is, would you trade him? But uh, he sounds like the kind of guy that doesn't need the money. 50,000 bucks isn't going to move the needle for him. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I'm, I negotiated. I'm not to, to jump on Michael. I'm not even sure that he doesn't need the money. You know, like I'm not, uh, to be honest with you, I really have absolutely. Yeah. Zero insight into his financial state. I, I, okay, if, if we're breaking rules, I'm breaking a rule. And um, um, I You're on his that, team. You can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, people who bought stuff in 95 and then they quote you $1 million, they, that doesn't mean that they don't mean the, need the money. That means that just they thought it was worth a lot and they don't really know i wouldn't ever right. take that to mean they maybe don't they money. do know maybe they don't know maybe they don't need the money and you so they're just yeah. like in my experience away. people who bought domains in 95 don't have a clue about it and they're ready to sell now it's because they're retiring and all of a sudden they're like crap i just need something for my yeah. nest egg and it's usually whatever they think they can get for it they'll take it um that's the end of yeah. my comment. Well, I'd like to add 50,000 to my total. Just, just <laughs> okay, for the right, what is, what is, what, is that your final answer? Final <laughs> so answer. final answers. We got 250 from Siger. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, uh, I'm and 150. 150. All right. Uh, I got it for $65,000. Yeah. Poor Drew. 65. He could have gotten 100 for it. What? <laughs> oh, he could have gotten 250 for real. He just had the best year of his life. <laughs> I definitely would have given him 100. But uh, I didn't actually negotiate the final purchase uh, myself. I have been in contact with this guy for 11 years. At least once a year, I reach out to see what's up. Yeah. He never quoted me under two. I, I, don't know, I don't know if it was 200 or 250. was the lowest quote he had ever given me. And there was a point like two years ago when I almost pulled the trigger at 200. But then I just said, this is stupid because it's not a name I'm ever going to sell. I'm not going to try. It's just... Yeah. It, it, World's most expensive email. Yeah, exactly. I, no need. No need. So, um, uh, anyways, uh, James Booth knocked on the door and said, hey, I'm giving you the first shot. I've, do you want Drew.com? And I think he asked for 100. And I, you know, said, get the hell out of here. That's too expensive. <laughs> and 
And, uh, and so anyways, we negotiated. Ultimately, uh, he gave it to me for 65. He was a good sport. Um, you know, knew that this was a, a, a name that was a must have for me. So, uh, what's crazy though, is I think he got it for 50. So, um, uh, I don't know that for sure, but I'm, I'm, I think he got it for 50 and I bought, I bought it for 65. Yeah. So but, uh, James, James I have an eternal Parsons. gratitude to him for, for, for helping me get drew.com. I truly do that. I'm, I'm very grateful. Uh, that I have that name, but I can't really, I can't use it for like another month or something or some, something like that. Scraped he's, email. he's been using it, you know, he's been using it for 25 yeah. years or something for his email and all that. So, so James it, brokered it on behalf of the owner or James bought it and flipped it to you? It was somewhere in the middle of that. So I bought it directly from the owner. I was in an escrow transaction directly with the owner but it was under confidentiality. So I couldn't, I, all I know is I paid 65 and I don't James care. I don't probably need, I don't bought it. Honestly, right. I don't need to look in James yeah. pocketbook. It's none of yeah, my yeah. business. You know, I like yeah. knowing these things, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really affect my decision. I'm just trying to a number of very comfortable paying. I'm very glad I got the name. I'm very, you know, it's all good. I'm just trying to understand why if you contacted him once a year for 11 years, why oh, I'm trying to understand the same thing. Why the hell? But this happens all the time. Because yeah. Booth has a nice English accent. Like, why on earth did you not come back and knock on my door? This just happened to us yeah. with a very big domain. I've been trying to buy it for like four or five years. Four letter, one word.com, owned by a big corporation. They haven't been using it. They got it through an acquisition of an acquisition of an acquisition. Finally, they seemed to be coming around to the idea of selling it. We had basically come to terms on price. He hadn't gotten final authority yet. There were delays and then delays and then delays. And then suddenly, so I said, okay, well, you know, he seemed like he was ready to go. I sent a contract. He says, I'll get back to you. Comes back to me. He says, oh, we just sold it. I said, well, what do you mean? He said, yeah, somebody else contacted somebody else in the company and we sold the domain. For less than my offer that I had on that contract with this, what which this guy had in his hands, and it's like you got to be freaking kidding me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Crazy. 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 I'm sorry. I just I got it early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I know who got it. I, I do know who got it. Uh, it is a domainer, and yeah. he screwed me royally because this wasn't even for us. This was actually for a client, hmm. a big client, a very big client. But the other person who bought it didn't know that. No, they didn't, they had no idea. No, oh. no, they just got dumb shit lucky. And now they're literally asking ten thousand percent more. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking. And this was a six-figure purchase. Wow! They're asking ten thousand percent more. Well, Drew, um, I'm so sure you are ten thousand percent happier with your domain collection to have drew.com. Yes, very, very, very. And happy. my email box will be a lot cleaner than the email he uses to email me sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got rid of that one. Yeah, good. So like, Did you sell that I, one or you still have it? No, I'm not selling that. It would take a lot of money to sell that. That really, it's like, it's the ultimate conversation starter. Man, yeah, I've broken the ice but keep me and like my wife as it comes to Literally, like celebrities, some of the top investors in the world, it doesn't matter who they are. 
like top entrepreneurs, like you're like, yeah, send me an email. Go at fuckyourself.com. And they <laughs> bend over laughing and they just, it's like, it's the ultimate icebreaker. It really is. And people like, they want to hear the stories immediately. They're like, well, I got to know why, how do you have that email address? Well, my wife said, who did you piss off this time? Because I, uh, <laughs> I, get, I get like elephant uh, shit in the mail and dog stuff. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's a website. Got the Twitter bomb yet? I think what? it's um, uh, sendyourenemiesshit.com or something That's like that. That's where it was. It was, it was from there. It was, uh, I don't you know if it was a joke. Or there's like hundreds of different animals. You can select yeah, all I got elephant. animal shit. Yeah, I got elephant. Yeah. Have oh, you gotten a glitter bomb yet? No, I haven't been glitter bombed. Somebody right. sent me uh, some dog, and it was. It actually turned out to be a guy that sells it for a living. That's a domainer trying to show me his product. But I have to admit, I was a little upset. I'm like, man, I've been pretty good this month. I didn't deserve this. <laughs> and it turned out to be. Turned out he was selling the product in case I wanted to open up a store and sell it. Yeah, it looked real though. It didn't smell real, but it sure looked real when it was sitting there. Par- Parker had uh, Parker, who used to work with Midi Options. Uh, Used to, he, you know, in his previous job, he had, um, he was managing a lot of uh, engineers and he had uh, one guy who was just, you know, always being a jerk. And so, like, all the other guys, and Parker orchestrated it, of course, but uh, everybody, like, threw together some money and they sent this guy, there's a website called bagofdicks.com. <laughs> and they literally sent this guy, like, a bag of rubber dicks. <laughs> it's like miniature ones. You don't have maximum ones. The sh- oh, the shipping rate on the big bag is so yeah. rate on the bag, you not know, worth it. Not, not worth All right, it. none of these are uh, official sponsors of today's show. <laughs> um, no, and we will not be linking to those websites in the show notes. Thank you very find much. Find them on your own. Yeah, um, but I do want to it's tell you about digs dot com, isn't it? Come on, what else would this be at? <laughs> not going in the trailer. <laughs> Before we begin, the viewer submitted domain portfolio review. Um, let's talk about our sponsors. Truly, they make this such a great show for us to get together. We're glad for all of you to be here. Let's, let's connect with them for a moment. Serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com. Payments you can trust. Finally, if you're a domain name investor, don't you have unique legal needs that require domain name technical know-how and industry experience? That's why you need Stephen Lieberman of Greenberg and Lieberman or Jason Schaefer of Esquire.com. Go search for Jason Schaefer or Stephen Lieberman on Domain Sherpa, watch their interviews, and you can see for yourself that they can clearly explain issues, can help you with buy-sell agreements, deal with website content issues and UDRP actions, and even help you write your website terms and conditions. Stephen Lieberman and Jason Schaefer are the lawyers to call for internet legal issues. See for yourself at Esquire.com or APlegal.com. All right, welcome back. In the Domain Portfolio Review, we take user-submitted domain name portfolios and provide honest and constructive feedback to the owners so that they can either cut their losses, continue to hold the domains long-term, or figure out a sales strategy going forward. Um, 
Today's portfolio was sent over by John Callahan. Um, he, uh, he sent uh, primarily dot-coms, but a few other TLDs as well. Um, so uh, Shane, I think we're gonna start, start with you today. Um, what are your thoughts here? I believe we have 15 domain names. Well, I'm going to have to watch what I say because uh, Adagy, after our last show, I haven't heard, seen, or smelled him since we did that show. You need oh, to yeah. send him uh, an apology email. Uh, you know, make honesty up, up is supposed to be the best medicine, but that medicine may not have saved him. I, I have not seen him since. I feel terrible. I he, but I think he made some very positive comments. Yeah, no, he did in, in the show. Um, but man, I felt I felt bad. Like you know, he he pretty much was fifty percent of our content in, on our website in the in the comment section. I haven't seen him since. He just uh, yeah, I don't know. Didn't write anything mean. But, no. So I'm gonna be a little nicer. No, this was a, this wasn't a terrible portfolio. I mean, it's not um, you know, there's nothing huge here, but it's it's not the worst thing I've seen. And you know, Pet Club obviously he put it top for a reason. It's it's a strong name. I'm not a huge dot club fan because I don't see a resale market. You know, there's lots of sales, but they're all from the registry themselves. Uh, I think that'll change. You know, if, if you can't sell pet dot club, eventually you're not going to be able to sell any dot club. I don't know what he paid, but I assume that it's a premium price. So that puts a little bit of uh, you know, cost basis in there. So I really like pet dot club and I don't see why that's not a $25,000 name, at least asking price. Um, mesothelioma. I don't know anything about those names ever selling, but we all know about the CPC. We constantly put that list out of the highest paying CPC, but I don't know anybody that's ever had a click gotten paid from it. Uh, I have. You've got a mesothelioma click? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Sure have. Yep. I, can't, I forget I what the domain is. You have a we, have, we have one. Maybe we don't even have it anymore. Uh, but we had had or have one reasonably good mesothelioma name, and it doesn't get much traffic. But every once in a while, it it, it you'll get a click, and it'll be a thirty dollar click. You know, yeah. easy. Yeah, I, I think we had I think we had like an over a hundred dollar click once. Uh, yeah, I mean that's what that's what people have told me is like if I get one click, I I get like paid like a speeding ticket every time okay. they click well, on because, it. It's because, you know, the, these class action lawsuits, man, they're just, they're huge. And it's like for each victim, so these lawyers, these lawyers are just spending absurd amounts of money to bring on more claimants because for each new claimant that jumps onto the class action lawsuit, they just get, like the money's already allocated. The money's there. It's in a pool of They just got to find right? the people to give it and to. And you just got to, it's like these lawyers are just competing to get, you know, as many of the claimants on board of their class action suit as possible to come get their piece of that pie. And the more claimants you got, the bigger the piece of the pie. Well, you here get. you go. So he, he's and got so a name that, that can actually, you know, if that's a build out and again, you can make anything a build out, you could put value on. That's a totally different ball game than saying, what is that name by itself? But mesothelioma definitely is a, a build out fantasy football. Again, if you're going to pick X, Y, Z, or you're going to pick these alter, alternative TLDs, you want a strong name. You, you don't a, – a brand – they have so many other choices when it comes to brands. So if you pick up Weeba, you're not going to be Weeba.xyz because there's other alternatives to that. But fantasy football, it pretty much says what it is, and what differentiates it is the XYZ. So that's the kind of 
where you can brand it. It's not so generic because it's not the .com. You've actually made it not generic by adding the XYZ. So I do like that one. I like both of those. I love fantasy football. It says what it does. People can remember it. That's the kind of name that the price-to-value relationship, I think, is really strong. And you can put five, six, ten thousand on it and really not uh, look silly when you put those prices on there. Um, you know, Serious Accident is a marketing name. I talk about marketing names all the time. It's names that people aren't going to build a company on, but they're going to use to bring in clients, and they can track it through that. And I'm not a big fan of ambulance chasing, but we, Drew just pointed out, man, there's hundreds and billions of dollars in and so serious accident might be on the bottom of a billboard on your way to a big city with those uh, uh, that you can make some money. And yeah, but how much, would a, how much would a company pay for a marketing tracker URL that's memorable? They're not going to use it for their main website. They're going to use it as a marketing tracker on a billboard, maybe a TV ad. How much would they yeah. pay? So here's the, I think that I think that companies have no problem paying 10 to 50,000 for a marketing name, depending on what it's being used for in the, in the advertising industry, it costs 150,000 to make a commercial. It costs you 118,000 minimum for a national commercial, up to 200. So picking up the name to track on a national level, the cost of 10, 15, 20 is nothing, especially a sports name, refuse to quit, something like that. Uh, this, this is probably gonna be, uh, I guess it could be a national, but yeah, I don't think 10,000's out of, out of reality for a name like that. I really don't. And I'm the guy who said you paid 30, you sold $3,800 for SEO consultants. So I'm usually on the low side of what real value is. But when it comes to the marketing and it shows a true campaign in value that I think that they're worth more money, even as a throwaway or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then the longer ones, I, you know, I don't know about multifamily loans. I just .NET. Those are tough. .NET's always been the, the redheaded stepchild of the industry, so it gets really difficult. And to me, they have to be build outs or lead gen sites to truly milk the value out of those. So I just it's names I stay away from. I know they're good keywords. I know the Estebot's going to come out strong, but it's just names that I think all of us will agree that are really tough sells. I'll leave it at that. There's. Thanks, Shane. Yeah, those are great insights. All right, who's up? Thoughts? You All right, I, um, yeah, I'll, uh, I didn't like the whole list. I wasn't bullish on the whole list, but there were five that I liked. Similar to Shane, um, strong keywords, fantasyfootball.xyz and mesothelioma.xyz. I also liked insurance.wiki. So here he's picked really good keywords like massive industries or massive areas like fantasy football where money can be made. Um, but then, you know, the, the TLD sort of reduces the value significantly. I think Shane is right on the money with, with respect to like the maximum, like a 10,000, 15,000, somewhere around that retail value. You know, I've done things like taking a writer on intellectual.property and income.property. Like I think there is opportunity for money to be made in the new G's. You have to pick the best types of domain names. I think he's done that in these. Um, and, you know, build out wise, I, I never recommend any domain investor build out stuff because we've all got horror stories building out. But if I were to do one, I think insurance.wiki is probably the best one. Um, what's interesting is that I ran all these through Estabot insurance. Um, usually Estabot will strip off the TLD and give you the exact match 
information for just the keyword, like insurance, which is massive, 246,000 exact match searches per month at $33, $34 cost per click. This one, it put wiki in the keyword. So it's it insurance that, which, which has a zero keyword search volume or close to it. So it reduced the value down significantly. So if you're like throwing in this portfolio to say, oh, what's the outlier that has value? You totally pass over insurance.wiki, which I think, um, you know, I would hold, you know, I don't think it's like the best domain on the list, but I would hold it. It's good, good investment. Um, I like multifamily.com. I don't like the other ones that are like loan information or multifamilyloans.net or multifamilylending.net, like too many words and it's a, a subpar TLD. Um, but I like multifamily because if you go into Reference USA uh, and you look at the number of companies that have multifamily in their company name, there are over 200. So multifamily builders, you know, um, in Georgia or multifamily lending that specialize in that. One of those may want to upgrade to multifamily.com for their brand. So uh, you not like multifamily.com, but not multifamilylending.net. Right. I like multifamily.com. It is clearly a keyword domain name, but I think it could act as a brand for one of these companies that specializes in multifamily buildings and finance and, you know, management, things like that. Um, I didn't like any of the others. I, I, T-shirt is, could be T-shirt or the letter T rather than T-E-E shirt. Um, I, I didn't like pet club very much, to be honest. Um, and I'm usually pretty bullish on dot clubs, but I just didn't think that uh, it's short, which, but it doesn't have any search volume. I think it's a okay brand because it's short. Um, the one that I think is uh, probably the lowest value on the list, but I would hold on to is internet security expert.com. I think that uh, security experts like internet security would be great. Security experts, Dot com would be great. Internetsecurityexpert.com, I think, is um, it's a it's an okay brand. I would hold on to it. I think it's a lower value one, but if you picked it up for some of the prices that I've seen him purchasing his domains at, um, you know, in the low hundreds, I, I think that that could be a good investment. Gotcha. Thanks, Mike. How about you, Drew? What are your thoughts? So yeah, I mean, very similar thoughts to these guys. Um, multifamily.com is is my absolute favorite name on the list. I think that that's a great uh, real estate website. I mean, you know, being same way that they've done with condo.com and home, you know, house.com, you know, uh, multifamily.com. I mean, multifamily real estate is a whole investment class. It's really a separate class of real estate investment. The people that invest in multifamily are really multifamily real estate investors. That's really all they're focused on. Um, and so uh, I know at one point I was shopping around for multifamily real estate in Providence and you know, it, it, it I, I would have found it very tremendous to, to have a website that was dedicated to only family, multifamily properties and that, you know, just immediately sifts out all the noise, even if there's a filter. It's, so uh, I, I think it's a great name. I think that's a six figure name. If you get the right buyer, I don't think it's liquid for that. But I think, you know, you get the guy that says, oh, I'm going to build that portal for multifamily real estate. That's the clear winner. And uh, I, I think it could go for, you know, 100, 150, 200 maybe. Um, it, but again, the stars have to align. I think what it's liquid for is probably like 10, 15 grand, you know, something in that line. Maybe. Yeah, but you know, the thing is, you never know on a name like this until 
you get the inquiries on it and you find out what the first offer is and how many inquiries you're getting. Like I just typed it into my browser and it goes to a GoDaddy, like welcome to multifamily.com. This webpage is parked for free. There's no contact information. There's no nothing. Like you got to see how many inquiries you're getting. Like the fact that I knew that I was getting one a month on seoconsultant.com meant that I know that it had a twenty dollars to $30,000 retail value. Mm. But mm. if you don't get those inquiries on this, you don't know what kind of value it has. Yep. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I like that name. I mean, it's not a lot of search. You know, it's, it's not often that I'm going to tell you this name could yeah. be worse figures when it doesn't have much search. But I really, I think yeah. it's one of these things. I mean, not, I don't think a lot of people are just searching for multifamily as a standalone. It's multifamily real estate, multifamily apartments, multifamily, you know, whatever. Um, or, or even adding some kind of geographical designation to that when they're doing the search, um, most likely. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it's just, it, it, that's a great brand. It defines a whole category where there's a shit ton of money being poured in. Um, so I, I like that name a lot. Great name. Uh, pet.club, I, you know, I'm somewhere in between the two of these guys. I, I love the keyword pet. Um, it's just big money it, it, from many different angles. Um, I think .club fits with it. I, I don't necessarily know. If I'm trying to think of what is the business model of Pet.Club, I'm not sure, you know, some kind of social network, I guess, component to it. That whole concept's pretty dead to me. I, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure where the commercial aspect of Pet.Club is. And without seeing a clear path to commercialization, it's hard to designate what the value could be. But it's a great name. It's clearly a premium .club name. You know, it's a three-letter word. You're never going to go wrong for it as long as you didn't, you know, overpay for it. Um, I, I think probably 25 is about right. If the right guy shows up, 25 grand. You know, I think it, it's kind of like I always say. If it's, a, if it's a good brand, you know, maybe the numbers aren't there, but it's a, just a good brand that can be somebody's business name. 15 to 25,000, 10 to 25,000 is a, a real comfortable range that people are generally willing to pay if they're serious about you know, launching their business on the name. Um, and then, you know, look, dot club and dot XYZ are kind of the only two TLDs that I've sort of always consistently, if I'm going to put, you know, sort of just a, a if I'm going to say there's a TLD that I'm a fan of, I, I, I like dot XYZ and I like dot club. And the reason for that being that I feel those are the two most generic, um, you know, there's dot online, but you know, it almost has its own meaning in itself and, and almost becomes redundant. Um, you know, there's other ones, but, but, you know, the dot XYZ, the dot club are the ones that I think you can almost put, you know, most words in front of and, and, you know, uh, make a little brand out of it. Um, the, I like a lot of individual new GTLDs, uh, you know, SLDs combined with a, a new GTLD, like a dot loan phenomenal. If you put the right keyword in front of it, right. A dot, you know, guru, I, I, Super cool. I mean, you know, uh, we got Ganja.Guru. I think that's an awesome brand, you know. Um, but I, it's hard for me to just say I love any specific TLD uh, beyond these ones. So that all being said, um, and I only clarify all of that because I hate when I say, oh, I like this .xyz thing and everybody thinks I can buy any domain name in that extension and I'm going to make money. And that's just simply not true in any extension, including .com. Fair um, enough. I, I have. So, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Are you still reviewing the portfolio? You well, got more to say? 
throw, I'm gonna throw maybe two more out here. I like t-shirt.org. I think that that's actually a great business model. Uh, I think you could take t-shirt.org and, and, and make like a little like, um, I don't wanna say not, pro not for profit, but you could like be hosting fundraising events for not profit, nonprofits, like a Kickstarter type of thing, but specifically just for t-shirts, right? Like Teespring does. But what better way to do it than t-shirt.org? Like design your own t-shirt, if you make a cool t-shirt, you can promote it on social media. And if people buy it, you know, you're raising money for the, for the cause. So I think t-shirt.org is a cool name. It could be a little business model. Like, but it sounds great, but it's T-E-E shirt.org. It's not t-shirt. It's not t hyphen shirt. It's, and then you got to buy the other two domain names. Otherwise it's going to be confusing for your charity. Like, space, that's why too whole, much work. I know, but it's a valuable space. It is. The valuable space, but yeah, I, it's a low I, barrier I, to entry. I do, agree. I do agree with you. Yeah, uh, you know, you almost have to have the whole set of names. Yeah, yeah, but I still like it. I still like it. I just right. did. I see the name, and I, I, I like the name. Um, and you said you had one more you like. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, uh, you know, the mesothelioma.xyz, just because. I mean, you got a <laughs> lot of lawyers out there trying to raise money. And, uh, you know, I don't know. One of them is going to say, yeah, I want to pay you 10 grand for mesothelioma at XYZ. I mean, just totally. It's only a numbers game. You know what I mean? 135,000 exact match searches per month at a 23, $24 cost per click. Like just the numbers just don't lie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you contact, you know, 500 attorneys that deal in mesothelioma cases, one of them is going to pay you 10 grand. I'd be yeah. shocked if that wasn't the case. Yeah. Uh, but you got to do the work. You know what I mean? They're probably not coming and knocking on your door, at least for another three to five years. Because they've never heard of XYZ. No, nah, yeah. they don't care. They don't care. But if you go and, knock on their door, they go, oh, whoa, I didn't. You can know. I sell you a lead? That's what that would be my next question. If you don't want to buy the name, how much you pay me for a lead? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Now, do you think it's important, in, particularly in the new TLDs, when there's, you know, mesothelioma, the people affected by mesothelioma are older. Um, so it's a certain generation. Now, maybe their grandkids are looking for help for them or something. Whereas, say, people in fantasy football, I feel like they'd be pretty cool with .xyz. Do you feel like if your audience is elderly that you should stay away from? Uh, I'm going to say this, for better or worse. Uh, I think that's a very good point. I think it's uh, probably something that needs to be considered here in this, in this discussion. Um, but what I will say is that in this particular case, because they're elderly, I think they probably just see the word mesothelioma in the URL and mm -hmm. click because they assume they're getting what they want. But the .xyz might throw them off. I think they're just going to be like, I've never heard of .xyz. So it just may, might, must be one of them things that I don't know about, right? And, and Pay, pay it no mind. That's my guess, but it might throw them off. Uh, yeah, I look at it from two perspectives. If they want to develop it and they put good content, the best content out there on that, um, XYZ will rank just like a .com or anything else, right? Google has said that. So there's no penalty for having a, you know, a, a, a suboptimal or a not, not as desirable as .com TLD. Let's put it that way. And then in the ad space, you know, Google used to bold the keywords in the URL of the ads. Now they don't bold it anymore. But if you see mesothel mesotheliomabook.com and mesothelioma 
guide.com and mesothelioma.xyz looks just as good to me. looks a little bit shorter. You know, it's cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In okay. the ads, I mean. Good point. And then I'm surprised no one mentioned this um, fourletter.org. I think particularly for a .org, starting with the letter N makes me think national. So nmfc.org. Thoughts, yeah, comments? No, no liquid value. Fourletter.org it has no yeah. liquid value. So the only thing that you're banking on is you go find somebody that this is like an upgrade for them, but it's still .org. And what yeah. are they going to pay? And, and so there's not even wholesale value in that really yeah. at this point. If that was a .com, you'd be, you'd be great. You'd, wholesale, you'd still be at 1500 to $2,500. Yeah. Especially because it's an FC, like football club or, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, it, it would be a great in .com, .org. It's just, you know, your pool goes from here down to like here. Yep. Yeah. So would you guys hold that or let it go? I'd let it go because, I mean – uh, .org's not cheap anymore, you know? You're paying 11 bucks a year for a .org. So, um, you know, it doesn't take long for that to add up. I, I, I would know. search you know, to see if there's a not-for-profit organization that has those initials that would want to buy it. That's yeah. before I drop it. And then, <laughs> or, you take that, or you take that $2,900 Esteban value and you donate it to somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a really, really good point. And I'm sure... Um, that uh, our viewers really would like to hear more about donating domains and what, what that can do for well, them. I'm going to Mike Mann and getting $680,000 value and then donating it. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 should get in a, we should get an accountant on. That should be one of our feature shows, actually. Is to, you know, uh, I don't think we have you, you never brought an accountant on, Mike, did you? Um, no. There was a woman who wrote a uh, domain name tax guide that refused to come on the show multiple times. So then I hired a forensic accountant to write the guide on domain DN name tax taxes, um, com. And then, you know, so I've researched that topic quite a lot in the past and you can't just like throw out whatever price you want and say, that's my donation. Like, you know, yeah. you go to Goodwill and drop off a bag of jeans. I'm like, those are thousand dollar jeans. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, at some point the IRS is going to say mm, that doesn't fly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it would be interesting to have if you could find somebody that's an expert on writing off donations and yeah. what's required in it. Okay. Well, we'll look into that. I'm sure, especially this time of year. But I think that's always been a question. And that domain tax guide that that you had put together, Mike, I know lots of people have used that and the yeah. one that I don't remember her name, but that lady put together yeah, too, a great remember. one, kind of the yeah. original. Yeah. Um, well, this I think has been uh, a great review for John. I think he has some good um, advice for moving forward. Um, we're going to move on to the uh, marketplace list. This segment is sponsored by namejet.com. Um, and what we have here are 15.com domain names. Um, so they're all already on auction or just, I think most of them are just about to go to auction. Um, and um, there are links down below. If you like one of the names, click below and, uh, and you can bid right on it there. Um, so if you're watching the show, it's a great time to hit pause on the video, scroll down, look at the list from an investor standpoint. If you're a newer investor and you're like, I only have 200 or 500, you know, um, maybe you want to put a little more into one domain instead of buying a whole bunch of new regs or something. 
Um, so look, look down at these names, see what would be a good investment opportunity for you. Um, look at the list, identify what you like, and uh, come back, listen to what the Sherpas have to think. Um, you guys ready to, ready to rock and roll? Do it. Yes. Okay, so this, um, first and foremost, we have something that Namejet said that they probably have never done before. Um, they are, um, are um, listing, what's that? Auctioning off. Yeah, they're auctioning off um, sushi.com, not only the domain, but including the website. Um, it's hosted on AWS and all the, the site and code comes with the, uh, with the domain name. Um, so a little something, something different, uh, something eye-catching. So there's sushi.com and uh, 14 other, other names on here. Uh, Drew, you want to go first? Take, take a look. Sure. Um, so, I mean, obviously, far and away, sushi.com, lights out name. Um, uh, you know, uh, I, I know the owner of the name. Uh, I sort of, uh, I don't want to say that I advised him, but I, I, I was discussing the purchase with him at the time and the price that he was paying. Um, just an amazing domain. It's really, it really is one of my, one of my favorite brands. Um, uh, sorry, Drew, when he bought the domain, you were advising him, not now. Yeah, so. I wasn't advising him. That's not the right word, but I was, I was, you know, talking with him as he was going through that purchase process and we were talking about the price and, and, and whatnot. Um, he, he bought it at the same time that he would buy, he bought shirts.com. Uh, I remember from the same owner. And, um, I mean, it, I, I love this name. I sushi. First of all, I'm a, I'm a sushi fanatic, but I don't actually love the name. I, I, I mean, I still love it for its generic nature and I love it, you know, for, for the meaning that he's given to it, which is, you know, basically, uh, online food portal ordering, um, you know, restaurant, uh, discovery, um, and promotion, uh, online ordering and delivery service, you know, specifically for restaurant, uh, sushi restaurants. Right. And, and, and the angle he's taking is, you know, don't get lost in the crowd of burgers and fries and, uh, sandwiches, you know, we're, we're sushi.com. We're the place people go when they want sushi. You know, they don't, you don't want to go be on some generic website where they're looking for sushi and then all of a sudden they get distracted by the, you know, the, uh, the, the shiny cheeseburger or something. So, um, you know, look, I think there's a play there. Um, it's not the business I want to be in, but, uh, there's certainly a play there. But the reason I love that name is because of it's just the brandability. I, I would, I, I mean, for me, sushi.com could just as easily be the next Google sushi.com could be the next Amazon. Sushi.com could be the next PayPal. Sushi.com could be the next blockchain company. It could be the next cryptocurrency. I mean, hell, I'll take sushi. You can pay me in sushi any day. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I like Sushi.com because I just think that it's one of those super rare names that could be anything. And, you know, it's, it's one of the rare names that is the same in every single language I don't care where you are, who you are, what language you speak, you know the word sushi and you know how to spell it. So um, I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of this name. I'm a really, really, I'm actually, you know, I've, I've been shocked that it hasn't sold previously. I know he's been sort of on and off with wanting to sell it and not. Um, 
you know, I'm excited to see what it does on Namejet. I, I think it's a phenomenal name. I, I, I 100% could say that I, I believe that's a seven-figure name. It is. It, it, it's, that's a seven-figure domain. I don't think it's liquid for that, but, you know, and you got to find that right buyer. That you got to find the next Jeff Bezos that says, I'm building the next, you know, Amazon, and, and I'm going to call it sushi.com. But when that guy shows up, that's a seven-figure name. No doubt about it in my mind. Over 2 million exact match searches. So anyways, I just took a lot of time discussing that name. So I'll, I'll pick one more and then move on. Um, I like, there was one on here that I really liked. Um, uh, ah, the speaker. I, I really like the speaker.com. Um, I, I think that that could be a, a, a new site. I think that that could be a music site. Um, I think, you know, there's a play there from a political standpoint with the speaker of the house. Um, I, you know, the loudspeaker, it's just, it's one of those names that, that as I was just quickly, the first glance scrolling through the list, it's like, you know, sushi.com immediately caught my eye, the Nuja or Nuha.com, uh, which I generally like these CBCBs. The only reason I'm ignoring that one is because it has almost no search and it's difficult for me to pronounce. Mm -hmm. Um, so it doesn't really enjoy the benefit of a CVCV because the benefit is pronounceability. Um, but the speaker popped out at me. I was like, Oh, the speaker.com. I like, I like that name. So yeah, those are my picks. Very nice. Good, good, good to hear. All right. Uh, Shane, you're up. What do you think? Right. I won't, I won't talk as much on Drew about sushi, but we're, I love, you know, how can you not like sushi? The name it's, it's a million dollar name. I think the, the reserve is totally, meetable i mean i think what is the reserve i didn't even see this re the reserve seven seven to eight hundred you know seven to eight yeah oh yeah. yeah that's reasonable yeah i mean that 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 could be hit now now that being said the website some people that, that's actually a detractor i i think people that are going to be buying this name and name debt don't want to get in the business they don't want to yeah. make the thought of actually making customers upset by buying the name and closing the website probably puts people off. I mean, you, most domain investors are not business owners. They don't want to be a business owners. They want to sell the name to a business owner. So by buying the name with the business, that business is not most likely going to carry, carry on. So um, that to me has zero value. Unless I saw some numbers that showed me that it should have value and it's worth continuing and worth hiring somebody else to continue that part of it for income. So that's a whole different ball game of, business research versus domain research. But that being said, you buy for seven, 800,000. I still think you make money. I think you flip yeah. it down the road, just exactly like Drew said. So that's a no brainer. Uh, Can I just quickly comment on what you were saying? Yeah. Um, Cause I agree a hundred percent and, and you know, I don't want to run in anybody's parade, but um, just as a general rule, I like to tell my clients when they come to me to sell business on it, it's got a website on it. I'll tell them, look, unless that business is making you money, please just take the website down, forward it to our dedicated domain sales page because it's a distraction. It's exactly what you said, Shane. It's a distraction. As soon as I show up and I talk, start talking to company XYZ and I say, guys, you want to buy sushi.com and they see a website on there with a, an apparent business model, they want to start talking about buying a business. They want to talk about the revenue, the customer acquisition, conversion rates. They want to start looking at Google Analytics. They want to start talking about a lot of things that I don't want to talk about. I want to talk about what is the value of this brand? What is the value of this domain name? Let's talk about that. 
and they want to talk about buying a business and because they're much more familiar in most cases with acquiring a business that's the 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 the, the the lane that they feel comfortable discussing and it's hard to get them out of that lane if they're looking at a business so um, I, I really do encourage most people to, to get rid of the business if the business isn't making you money get rid of it you know if the business if you got a bunch of money into it pick an alternative domain name and take that website and put it on the alternative domain name one that maybe has potential to sell as a business down the road but but the, the, if you want to sell the domain sell the domain and get rid of the business well, that's yeah. interesting because you both already think that the domain is a good price at the reserve. Yeah, take the business uh, away. The reserve's fine as a name alone. So mm -hmm. that's neat that you're getting the business as a bonus and maybe yeah, you can yeah. run that on a different domain or, I mean, someone put a tremendous amount of work. That code has value. Mm -hmm. There are that's some right. existing... No, I, I disagree up. with everything. I'll, I'll get into that, but I disagree okay. with everything that you're saying there, Tess. And I'll, okay. I'll tell you why during my, my segment. Yeah. Okay, well, well, I, I, I can see it. why you think that. it up. So, yeah. Is he half, the, half these guys can't even maintain their landing pages, let right, alone exactly. So, uh, well, if you can spend $700,000 on a domain, I hope you can maintain No, them. you would think so. You would think so. I, I've seen a lot of fries in, in the bottom of a $100,000 car. If you can pay $100,000, you think you keep the fries off the floor. That doesn't work either. <laughs> That's there's a good a, analogy, my friend. Yeah, there's some, there's some things that would think you'd make sense, but trust me, it's not. And it's not as easy as everybody thinks. So uh, Drew and I are on the same page today. I like the speaker. I like the speaker because it can be listening or talking. It can be people giving out information or people listening to information. So I think it's a very broad term. I think the price is going to be right because it has the word the in front of it. And I think it's better than, you know, a lot of the names on there for, the, again, the price to value. I think it's just a great name. Um, I like instant backups as a marketing name. People are always worried about losing their shit. And, um, again, a name that you can put in there saying that we do instant backups. We'll record all your stuff on the, on the web and on the cloud, safe cloud. I think that's a great name. Um, web guide in 2007 would have been an incredible name. <laughs> you know, that just to me screams 2007 with lots of links to cool articles and the, you know, before Reddit came around and dig and you go to web guide. I like the name and there's 102 bidders that still think it's a good name. So evidently people still, still like the name. Uh, I will say it did, it did guide me. I mean, I, I saw that name and I go, that's not a bad name. But uh, I think that its time is not what it used to be. Nuja, CBC, CBCV is always talked about, but it's just got to be the right one. Like, I made a huge mistake. I was really, I had like D-O-W-O. -O. I had a lot of good pronounceable ones like that, and I let them go a little early in the game. But um, you still see a lot of them because they think they're going to get $5,000 at auction every time just because of the letter combination. That's not true. Um, that's, that's the ones that really got, I mean, physicist is great, but I don't think I could spell it. If you ask me to type it out six times, I'm not sure I'm going to hit it right, but one time. All right, Mike, it's your turn. All I right. know you got stuff to say. Uh, <laughs> where do I start? You know, the only one that I am going to put a bid in on is the speaker.com. It's, um, you know, you throw these into Estebot and you're like, oh, these don't have any value except for sushi.com. But the speaker is a brand, just like, you know, Drew was saying, it's, it could be 
the speaker, the portable one that, you know, is, is Wi-Fi capable and you put up and that's the brand name of it. Or it could be, you know, a speaker or a topic or, um, you know, a discussion show on TV or the web. Um, you know, you go look at, and this is where having some history in the domain name industry is important because if you go look at what Michael Birkins used to sell all the time before he sold his entire portfolio uh, to GoDaddy is he sold a lot of the domain names. And so you have to go to name bio and type in the at the start.com and look at those sales. And there are some decent brandable domain name sales in there. So I think the speaker is probably the one that I would look at the most sushi. Uh, um, so when I was looking at these names, I was trying to look at it from an investor perspective. So somebody that's coming into the industry that knew or somebody that's been in the industry for a few years, that's looking for the best return on their investment. I think uh, the reserve price that Namejet has of $700,000 to $800,000 is a retail value. I don't think that that's a, a uh, fair market. Uh, that's not a good price for us to buy domain names at. I don't want to buy a 700, I don't want to lock up $700,000, $750,000, let's say, in hopes of someday selling it for a million dollars. I think that that money could be put to better use some of the way. Hold on one second. So I would. Okay. I think the retail value of that domain name is probably 600,000 to a million, right? When you get to these great types of brands like that, it, the range can get a little bit larger and it depends on how much you need the money if you're the owner of that domain name. Um, so I take the most conservative number, 600,000, and I say, I wanna try and buy it for 10%. So if I were trying to, con if the guy didn't know what sushi was worth, like, and he's owned it since 1994, I would try and pick it up for 600,000, maybe $100,000 in hopes that most conservatively I would sell it for five to 10 times uh, in the next you know, five, three to five years after that. I fully agree the website limits people's possibilities. Exactly what Drew was saying. Like I look at that, the first thing I do is like, how much is he charging for a directory listing? 50 bucks a month. I know how hard it is. You know, I put out a print magazine once a quarter. I know how hard it is to get restaurants to advertise in our magazine. It's like pulling teeth for restaurants. So for them to yeah. try and pay, get restaurants to pay 50 bucks a month on a website that has less traffic than Domain Sherpa uh, and it's supposed to cover the entire United States on a geographical perspective, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. The business model just doesn't work. But it's a phenomenal brandable domain name. You know, you go into trademark247.com and you look at how many companies have sushi in the name, most of which are restaurants, but all of us can imagine a cryptocurrency or, you know, some company that's starting up with sushi in the name or sushi as the brand. So, um, you know, I, I fully agree that the business reduces the value of the domain name by limiting the possibilities. What were you gonna say, Drew? Um, so I want to sort of analyze one part of what you said, Yeah, which is that you think that that's the retail value and it would not be a good idea for anybody to buy that domain. Yeah. Price. Yeah. 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 So what do you think? Given, so you made a specification of, of the audience for whom you're speaking. And so given that audience market of new entrants into the domain market or somebody who's been in it for a few years and is just looking to pick up some great names. I, I agree with that sentiment. There is another audience that may or may not watch this show. I haven't owned it long enough to actually figure that out yet. But there is another audience buying domain names right now as an investor 
but not necessarily as your typical domain investor. People with a lot of money, primarily of two classes. One that uh, had large exits in the tech sector, maybe had a company on a cool domain name. They sort of fell in love with domains. Somebody introduced them to domain names as a sort of investable asset class. Maybe it's because they paid a shit ton of money to buy their domain for their company. They've now exited, they've got a ton of money. They're looking at asset classes around the world and they're going, everything's expensive, real estate, stocks. Nobody knows where to put money. People are throwing money to cryptocurrency. People are throwing money to weird things. Art is way up. You know, everything's up. And so domain names, in my opinion, uh, being biased, are one of the greatest investable asset classes on earth. They continue to prove that case to me time and time and time again. And um, there is, uh, so there's those folks, the tech folks, and then the people that made a ton of money in cryptocurrency. And those folks get it, right? They're like digital asset, transferable, mm-hmm. semi-anonymous. They, you know, they, they get it. Cryptocurrency people understand domains. Domain people, for the most part, understand cryptocurrency, at least the people who are operating at the top of either of those those segments. And so um, both of those classes of people are, are, are buying domains. And they've created this middle ground of, it's not your typical domain investor, you know, looking for 10x, 5x, and it's not your um, retail guy who's willing to pay, you know, whatever the must-have price is. Um, they're willing to overpay to get yeah. great assets, really only phenomenal assets like Asushi.com. And, um, and they'll pay good money for it because if they can turn profits they've made in some other business into something that's going to generate an overall, even if they're not getting cash flow from the return, they know that over a five-year period or a 10-year period, they're going to generate a lot more than 10% annual. Um, that's a good investment for them. They feel very good about that. And they totally. don't ask them. I fully agree. Anytime. But like you and I would pay $100,000 for the domain name, maybe one. No, that's not true. I would what pay, would pay? I, wouldn't pay, I wouldn't pay 700 or no. you know, Right. But so what would you pay? That's out of my range. But I would, I would easily pay 250 I may, you know, given the right circumstances, um, given the right circumstances, we, if we had just had, you know, we had a ton of cash come in, uh, from some other deals, I, I might pay more. I might pay three fifty. I might pay uh, probably. Hmm. I might even pay a little more than that. Give it in the right opportunity, the right time of day. You know, I'm yeah, but, but but by saying that, you're putting yourself in that class that's right in the middle. The entrepreneurs that have money that want to get it working but aren't looking for the same return on investment as the whole you know the wholesale buyers that are investors I and then the, the retail. You're just moving yourself up the chain. I think I would add, yes, in this, in this case, yes. And I'm going to explain that a little bit just because I think it's important to understand. Yeah. Um, I actually would probably pay more than 350000 for this asset. He's talking However, himself up. I know. He's climbing a ladder. And as I'll we throw speak. in Drew.com. <laughs> Here's the deal. Um, I would separate it entirely from, from normal domain investments. This is an asset I'd be buying because it's like, it's, it, it, it's a once-in-a-lifetime asset, right? It's, it's one of these things. It's like there's only one sushi.com, right? It, it, it's not a disputable asset. It's, 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 a, it's like buying a, a, the, the, the most amazing piece of real estate in the most expensive neighborhood in a city, right? It, it's just that, that asset's never going down in value. It's just, you know, it, it, 
you might have to wait five years or 10 years till the perfect buyer shows up and says, right. oh, I see what you saw and I'm willing to pay for that. Um, but the value is there and you've got a, a unique asset and there's a tremendous amount of power in, in owning those types of assets. And so if you're in a situation where you can't afford to purchase these types of assets, that's the kind of name you want to own. You know, a two-letter.com, a sushi.com, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the names kind of option, we had two names that were just, you know, once in a lifetime assets, great.com and super.com and super sold, right? Super sold for one point. Yeah. One point two, and 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 great sold or didn't sell at nine fifty or something. I don't think it's. Sold. I don't think it's sold. You know, okay. it's interesting too as we talk about domains as an asset class. A lot of um, the general population don't see that, and I think you know that education is building over time. But like most asset classes, there are. Um, divisions within that and we don't even have as an industry we have no vocabulary developed beyond you know 2L or CVC yeah. you know things that mean nothing to the general public but um, maybe maybe it's time as an industry that we try to kind of parse out what are the classes within this asset class and what what standard vocabulary do we want to start using maybe maybe uh, uh, you know what that's a phenomenal, phenomenal point, actually. That's, a, that's actually, that's actually a really good observation. Uh, that, that's actually something that, you know, something like what the, the, the ICA, the Internet Commerce Association, you know, that they could tackle. It's a, you know, sort of a lighter topic than the policy issues that they generally deal with. But I think it's in the interest of all, um, you know, stakeholders to have a common uh, vocabulary. That's, that's a phenomenal point, Tess. You know, like in the auto industry, you've got sedans and limousines and compact and, and people know what they're yeah. buying when they use that vocabulary. You come on the lot and say, I'm looking for a compact car. And well, here's your options. Right? So I'm going to um, throw this out and be point. totally blatantly promotional that that's exactly what I do in DN Academy, where I break down the six different asset class types, the generic, the brandables, the exact match domain names, the, the acronyms numerics and alphanumerics. That's the only six classes that they are. And what I've actually done, I, uh, Alex Chung from DN Academy, uh, a student and I went in and we looked at the last three years and we took the 100 sales, 100 top sales from each of those six asset classes and we put them in a box plot, which statistically speaking, isolates the outliers from that middle 50%. And we have an article coming out on DN Academy soon. It's going to be on the public blog. So dnacademy.com slash blog. Um, you can sign up for the newsletter where we're just going to share that information with everybody. So you get to actually see that brandables don't actually sell for as much as generics, you know, in that middle 50%, which is where most of us are arguably going to uh, purchase our domain names. And, and uh, you know, numerics aren't, uh, or numerics are great and hot right now, but like acronyms and alphanumerics, you know, a mixture of uh, letters like we have on the list from named at mk6.com. It's very tight. You can still make money, but it's just not as much money as the other asset classes. So um, there, there's, I, there's, a, there's one flaw in that, in that analysis, though, and that is that you're missing an axis. And that axis is, is, is not price, but it's value. So there's different, these categories, all of these asset classes that you're talking about, um, really the foundational 
classification isn't about whether it's a two-letter or a brandable or a generic. Um, it's the value range. It's like not even the value range. It's 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 like what do you call a sushi.com versus a um, sink.com, right? Like they're both four-letter or five-letter, you know, whatever. Four or five-letter, you know, premium, one-word, brandable, generic, right? But those are not the same asset class. Um, and so there's an axis missing in that in that analysis, and, and it's based on value. It's based on, like, like you know, the Hyundai, the top-of-the-line Hyundai is in the same car class as an S-class Mercedes. It's in exactly the same class, but it's not in the same, it's not the same asset class, right? And so there's an axis missing that defines it within that asset class because actually what I find among the buyers that come to us looking for a name that haven't identified a name yet and they're saying, we're looking for something that'll knock people's socks off. You know, ideally it's a four to six letter word, but yeah. you know, we're open, blah, blah, blah. And it could be a two letter.com. It could also be a three letter.com. It could also be a one word brandable or a one word generic or something made up like a CVCD. It could be any of those things, but it's got to be in this sort of elite tier. Right. Okay? Yeah. I don't think it's missing because inherent in the top 100 sales of each of those ask classes is the fact that these domain names are selling to the highest and best use case. So you're looking at what is my potential if I buy a fantastic domain name in each of these okay. asset classes. And so, you know, we, we, we're working on it. And so it'll be coming out soon. But I, I appreciate that thought because, you know, there, you need to take into account more than just pricing when you're looking at these. And you need to look mm -hmm. at the highest and best use case. You know, a generic word can be a brand as well. But an exact match usually is going to limit you. And, and so the data shows but that. The beauty, what I, I, and I've been saying this for years, the the magic happens when you get the 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 when those two come when those two meet when you get something that's an exact match yeah. and a strong brand like right. hotel.com right, right. totally boom that's when the magic happens <laughs> cars.com well the most the most valuable right. domains right now are the yeah. names that are common words that can be used for anything yep. the yep. more it can be used the more hands value down it is. It, and i just want to click I just want to clarify for our Sherpa network, Drew, because your connection wasn't spectacular. You kept saying a word, and it took me a few times to hear it. You're saying the the axis, like the the yes. x and the or the x and the y. Y and the x, yeah, exactly. But so it's and again, it's that intersection. So um, I, I, it's it's a great point. Um, Sushi.com is a phenomenal name, and it. It is. It's a brandable. It's an exact match. It's a, and maybe within brandable, there's a sub class or title that just a name like that or hotels would go into. Um, well, yeah, we'll the, see what, the, what the new year might bring more than just Mike Seiger walking on his hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sherpas, we're at the end of today's show. Um, I'd like to give you guys an opportunity to share anything that you have going on, uh, any new activities in your business, new names you're brokering or selling, deals you're offering, um, uh, new services might be offering through your businesses, anything you want to mention or give a shout out to. Um, Mike, we, we all just kind of want to hear from you first on everything. Uh, we've missed you so much. Uh, what, what do you got? 
Well, first of all, I want to give a shout out to you guys. I think you're doing a great job on, on Domain Sherpa. The fact that I get to wake up Monday mornings and not have to worry about the show going live or the transcript being done or the audio, like it is wonderful. And uh, it, it's hard work, as you guys know, and it's much appreciated by investors like me in the industry. So keep up the great work and finding those stories. You know, I, I love the VPN story. I love the, uh, you know, last week, uh, you three, you, uh, Drew, Tess, and Chris talking about state of the industry. Like, great, great stuff. So keep it up. Shout out to DSAD boys over there. Shane's helped me promote some domain names that I'm moving out of my portfolio. Um, he's uh, always does a great job with his outreach there. Uh, love reading every single morning, him and Josh talking about what's going on in their lives. I just find it very interesting to see what, you know, Midwesterners are doing. <laughs> yeah, pretty boring life. There's a crop fire, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, Besides like, outrunning him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but I'm, I'm slamming on Travis and Aaron because neither of them are giving me any stories. I know. When, they took, when, they took my, when I went over to Africa for a while, they weren't really sharing their, their stories. People want to know more about you. That's, you're either anonymous or you're out there. You might as well be you out there. You cannot be an anonymous accidental demeanor. So I'm calling them out. I want more stories. Let's go. Pick it up, boys. Should we have um, a show? We've had a, we had a DSAD show. We did a DSAD yep. devoted show. I think everybody enjoyed that. A lot of comments. A lot of personality there. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, you should do it again. We should, we should do another one. You should do it again. I uh, want to give a quick shout out to my, um, uh, I mentioned earlier, I invested in FT.com. Daron and Lionel uh, do a phenomenal job developing. We have some great, uh, we have a great roadmap and some fantastic features that are coming out later in the year, a redesign of the entire um, backend user, uh, user interface that's going to be beautiful. Um, and uh, I'm getting inquiries every day, on, every day on my domain names. And I have, I'm reducing my portfolio, trying to like move up, get better domain names, reducing the number that I have. And I just love the fact that FD keeps it all organized. So you're um, not, you know, you mentioned earlier, Mike, that people thought you might be leaving the domain industry. You're not, even with your portfolio, you're not leaving investing. You're just upgrading your investments. I am upgrade. So I've got hundreds of domain names that related to my, businesses that I operate, like BainbridgeIsland.com, IsaacSigma.com, DNAcademy.com, um, you know, the defensive registrations, the new GTLDs, all that sort of stuff. Um, but my investment portfolio, I'm reducing the stuff that, you know, that like we had on the, on the user list today that I've had for years. Like we all have those domain names that we registered when we thought it was good, when the trend was hot, when whatever. And then we just renew them year after year, hoping that maybe this is going to be the year that somebody comes by and wants it. And I'm just moving those out. It's, it's not worth my time to, to focus on those. I just want to focus on the good ones that I have. Okay. Um, so last but not least, I went down to Venice last, last week or earlier this week. And, and I um, just shot out a quick email to people who are on my list. And I said, I'm going to be at Venice Ale House if you guys can come. So I want to give a shout out to Jaden from Long Beach, who drove up, uh, his girlfriend, Christina, Josh Reason, who's a past Sherpa, came over, um, and Stuart, who's an investor and watched the show for years, literally lived like 150 yards up Rose Avenue from where I was staying, from Venice Ale, uh, Ale House. 
a lot of fun. You know, there's a thing like everybody has a different background. Everybody is into different things, but you get together and you have a drink and you get to, it's like you're talking about breaking bread, right? Breakbread.com that you just sold. It's like having a drink, sharing a meal, talking about the industry, talking about what they're working on, what they're having problems with, what they're seeing with successes. Uh, just so enjoyable to get together with uh, people in person. So thanks guys for coming out. Well, thanks, Mike. Yeah. How about you, Shane? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. It's um, things have definitely picked up in my portfolio of more inquiries than ever. Um, DSAD is the blog we do. As everybody knows, we concentrate on the auctions. That's really what we do every day. We look at every single auction that's available and we go through it and give our personal picks and uh, how we make money is if you have a name up for auction and you don't think it's getting enough eyeballs, we'll throw it in there on our list to try and get maybe some people that might not have seen it in these thousands of domain names that are up for auction and we can help you get it up there. And I can't sell the name for you. All I can do is put it in front of it. It's going to have to do it on its own. It's just My crappy names do not sell if they're crappy, but he does get the eyeballs because I can see how many people he's sending over there. Yeah. I mean, if, if, and there's sometimes where you just want $69. You're just not going to renew yeah. it. And $69 is better than nothing. Um, and you never know. So that's, that's kind of what we do for a living. Uh, one thing I, I'd like to, to say, Mike and I pretty much talk almost every day about uh, running and exercising and and that's what's great about this industry is we all buy and sell domains but we all have these things in common and there's pockets of people that hang together and Mike's and I love to get on each other about walking and talking and we've actually uh, hooked up our Garmin so that we literally can see every step that each other takes <laughs> and so uh, you know if there's domainers that aren't creepy we welcome a challenge we can we can uh, put together a, uh, a kind of a step off so if any of you guys watch this and you want it you think you can run or move more than mike and i we now it's there's some personal information so we can't just take anybody because you do yeah. see some things about where we're at and what we've done yeah, but at the same time if, if if mike and i can help you walk a little more lose a little weight get out there a little more uh we welcome the challenge and yeah we had a step out. challenge with krista taylor up in vancouver yeah i would like to point out us. that i kicked both of your guys butts. oh that's right last minute he came yeah. through but it's it is fun. It was uh, it was nice to do. I, you know, I truly enjoy it. I mean, Mike may not be on the show, but it's you know we still keep up. And it's you know the other thing is I missed one day. I put the post wrong on on our blog, and it was not up. And Mike's like, "Are you okay? Is everybody okay? The the post isn't up. But nothing there. What's wrong with you?" And I was like, "Oh man, I forgot to put it up." But if I forget a post, I've written for nine years. I've missed ten days in nine years. And when I miss a post, the texts come in like crazy, like, you know, James I text you first, yeah. Yeah, he's actually dead. The, the post did not <laughs> something wrong with him. Well, and he knows you're not dead. He can see you're moving. <laughs> oh, my God. So last Friday, Shane posted something about his dad's bird or something. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so funny. I've seen this meme someplace on the Internet. I texted <laughs> it over to Shane. Uh, related to the story that he posted. This is why Aaron and Travis, I'm calling you out again. You need to post stories because Shane posted the story. I'm like, I seen this meme and I found it online. Um, and then I texted it over to Shane and like, and then I went to the track for a workout. I was laughing during my workout because it's the funniest thing that this bird hates Shane so much. So I actually found a picture of his dad's bird that hates him so much. Here it is for the audience. You can, <laughs> it's a bird holding a sign. 
<laughs> you actually need to watch the video. If you're, in, if you're into the podcast, you got to come to the video and watch the end of it to see what the bird is holding a sign. Oh, I, I was just... I laughed the whole rest of the day. Whenever I think about that bird, I like think of this picture and laugh. It was a perfect... I, I opened it up and I looked at it and I, I spit out my coffee. I thought, <laughs> I mean, it was just... I like, did he Photoshop though? I mean, did the bird really send him something? It, those are the kind of things, you know, nobody really cares about my domain post and nobody really cares about, but they all, they all, inter they like the stories. I mean, they know that I'm a real person, that I have real things that happen. I got real kids that make the real same. I just tell it, man. I mean, that's, I, I think everybody, uh, everybody's got the same thing. We can put this persona, we can hide behind a name, but the reality is we're all regular people behind this domaining and I don't mind telling the story because I know somebody else got a, just the same story or even better story to tell. And I like hearing it. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say it. So anyway, that's pretty much what I do. And if I can sell some domain names to make it worth my while, it's even better. Shane, I really <laughs> do care about what you say about domains and that knowing you as a person adds to, adds to it. You know, they're, they're getting double. It's an easy job to fill when you have to be yourself. It's, it's a pretty easy <laughs> role to act. You don't have to change anything. So true. True. Yeah. All right, Drew. How about, how about you? Yeah, sorry. I ran into some technical difficulties for a second. I don't know what happened. And I, I, all of a sudden the whole computer just started bugging out. So, um, um, I'm really grateful to uh, have Michael back on the show. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to, uh, you know, well, test more than myself, you know, run with uh, Domain Sherpa and, and keep the dream alive. And, uh, you know, I, I was really pleased. We got a, an amazing feedback at, at NamesCon. And so anyways, it's, it's been very positive. It's all good. It's been a, it's been a learning experience. Um, uh, but very, 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 very you know, glad to have you back. And it, it feels very natural having you in the chair. Um, even if, you know, it's in a different role. Um, but, uh, no, and then, uh, you know, on our front, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're kicking butt. Uh, business is great. The market is strong. Um, you know, and again, it's the top end of the market though. It's really those, you know, the, 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 the names that we were talking about before, um, they're selling. They're really selling. And, and the thing is, is they're getting more and more scarce. So, so I really, I, I'm fairly bullish on, on the value of these, uh, these names, you know, strong names, three letters, two letters, one words, you know, even two words that, that are really good, uh, both brandable and have good search volume. Um, uh, like an SEO consultant.com type of thing, uh, or something like a, a black bear.com, you know, where it's just a, two words, but great brand. Um, you know, we, we had, uh, we had that, uh, giant panda.com in our newsletter and I love that name. It keeps haunting me every morning. I would think, ah, oh, giant panda. I like that. Name. Um, so, uh, no, yeah, things are good. Uh, we've got a lot of phenomenal domains for sale, you know, come to the new, come to mediaoptions.com, sign up for the newsletter. You'll see what the, the latest names that we're selling, even though the newsletter is not necessarily the, the channel through which we sell most of our names. It's good to let the market know what's out there. Um, a lot of business comes through word of mouth. Having these names out in our newsletter, it's the oldest, longest, continuous running newsletter in the domain name industry. And so, you know, look, we're putting those names out there. You never know who, you know, you never know, you never know who knows who. So, um, well, and, yeah. and I'll throw in from an investor perspective, I get your newsletter, um, 
and I, I'm cutting out all newsletters. Like I, I'm trying to reduce my inbox, but I get your newsletter because I want to see what retail pricing you're setting on brands that are going out to your massive audience that includes more than just investors. You've got like buyers on there. So I know you're setting retail price in some cases. And I want to, I want to see what your thinking is on those domain names. So from, yeah. so I, I'd recommend that for investors to, to follow you that know, as well. Maybe you guys don't want to offer your thoughts, but I, I, I've been, and Tess as well has been thinking about this. We've been thinking about it as a team for a long time now. It's like, you know, we've got this newsletter and, and it's a really good asset, but we, I feel like there's a mixed message because we utilize it in, 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 in several ways. I mean, primarily the, the idea of the newsletter and, and, and to this day, the theme went, as far as other people submitting names is targeted at the wholesale audience. You know, it's, it's, Names which are priced to sell to domain investors, or at least close. You know, maybe it's to, we have a, a, a very large audience of the SEO and SEM folks, um, a lot of, you know, affiliate marketing folks. So, you know, there's the domain investor tier, then there's like the sort of very savvy internet marketing folks um, who are also on there, and they're willing to pay a little more than domain investors. Then there's, you know, some of the entrepreneurial guys. And then to a lesser extent, the large corporations, actually a lot of them are on there, but I, I don't, I don't think, I don't know how many of them are buying names for the newsletter. But um, then we also use it to sort of just not necessarily advertise the wrong word, but, but just put it out there that we are brokering these very high level names. These, these, you know, sort of the top 2%, as I say, um, that we're brokering on behalf of other people. And then, so we get investors like, ah, why are you even bothering putting that in there? It's obviously retail price. Um, you know, maybe the price even seems unrealistic to a lot of people. Um, and so I feel like there's maybe a, a, a mixed message that we need to refine there. So uh, we'd love anybody who's got a suggestion who gets our newsletter. And particularly if you've been getting it for a long time, if there's a way that you think we could utilize that asset better, we'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah. Thanks, Drew. Um, you looking for feedback from these two guys, or you want to just uh, call? You know, if anybody wanted to offer it up, I, I'd be listening. If not, we can call it quits right here. Well, I just, you know, feel like we've gone uh, almost two hours. I'm happy to yeah. share my feedback with you. Let's kill it. Is, <laughs> yeah. is it really okay. almost two hours? I think. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, yeah. to, to the Sherpa Network, um, yeah. you know, if you've received benefit from today's show, uh, please post a comment below. Uh, thank today's Sherpas. You can also um, share on Twitter, both to share with your network and to, to uh, thank these guys. Um, special thanks to John Callahan for submitting his portfolio, making a generous donation to the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center. And thank you to Namejet for submitting their portfolio and sponsoring uh, this show. Uh, thanks to all our site sponsors. Uh, you know, they're the ones who make this show possible. Um, and, uh, and keep, keep uh, our industry to, uh, connected like this. So um, thank you so much to each of our Sherpas, um, Shane, Drew, and uh, the original Sherpa, Mike Seiger. That's all for now. Bye, Sherpa Network. <laughs>